Hi, I'm Sunny, and this is my podcast, Creator Created Creating, short and sweet mindset shifts for intentional life creation. Wasting money. What do you make it mean? (laughs) Okay, so I just went through this beautiful process with myself. I've explored this before, but I've explored it again today. And I was really inspired to share with you all what I discovered. So first, I will share a little bit of background story. And then I will share the process that I took myself through so that you can hopefully benefit from my work. Um, so what happened was this past, this last RV trip that we took, um, one of the stops was this four or five days at this beautiful oceanfront hot tub, um, Airbnb rental in Tofino. And that trip, that part of that four days was foiled when we got to Vancouver Island and um, found out that the road to Tofino, the only road to Tofino, there's only one road in and one road out, was closed due to there was a fire in the area that wasn't affecting the road, but, um, or that wasn't on the road, but was causing debris to wash into the road or something. So we could not get out there, but we didn't find this out until we already put the RV on a big ferry and took the ferry across to the island. Um, and then I went through the, kind of this big thing <laughs> with the owner um, trying to get a hold of the person who I made the reservation through. And basically, long story short, was that even though it was absolutely no fault of our own, it was literally a natural disaster type of situation that we couldn't get out there and there's only one road out there. Um, there she was not going to refund our reservation. So we, so we had to find another place to stay, and she was not going to refund our reservation. It would only be available to have a credit. So I worked through my stuff about that that came up <laughs> at the time when we were out there. And I had my ahas and, and stuff about it then that I never shared but meant to. But that's far gone for me now. But what's coming up for me now is that, and we did find a place to stay, and it was fine. I mean, we were in the RV, so we just had to find another campground. But when you don't have reservations, it gets tricky. But we made it work. We, were, we had everything we needed because I just decided it was going to be fine. I decided it was going to be fine no matter what, and it was. It wasn't what I was expecting, but it was still a beautiful time that had other gifts. And that's not true or false. That's just the way that I choose to see it. That's how I choose to experience my life. And because I do choose that, that's what I experience. (laughs) But you know that about me already. So anyway, um, so then, so recently when we come home, I'm supposed to book the dates. So so we got a credit. Basically, we couldn't get our money back, but we could get a credit for a future stay. But I was like, well, I don't know if we're 
coming back this way this year because I was thinking about going to some new and different places next year. Um, we always go to new places, but we mix it in with our favorites. But I was thinking of maybe going to quite different places next year, which would put us not in the area. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to even do that, especially because it was just four days. It wasn't like it was two weeks or something like that. But um, so I needed to make this reservation, but I'm like on the fence because like, I kind of don't want to make this reservation. I kind of don't want to go out of my way just so I can like get my money's worth. And that's when that, that's when that phrase came to mind. Like you've got to get your money's worth. Like this is how I was raised, right? You have to get your money's worth. Like if you don't, you're wasting money. You cannot waste that money. I mean, it's, it's, it was like $3,000. It's, it's nothing. It's not an enormous amount, but it is an enormous amount to some people. And it's certainly nothing to sneeze at for me. So, you know, like I, it was like an additional amount of including all of the money that I spent. So I was like, okay, yeah, okay. That is so like, I, I shouldn't waste that. I gotta, we gotta use these days. So I gotta plan this whole other trip that I was going to maybe do something else around doing that. And of course, my instinctual self all the while when my brain is telling me this is what I need to do my instinctual self is like no it's just down there quietly sitting in my sacral just being like no um hello hi no I don't want to do that hi (laughs) like but my mind's steamrolling it with we cannot waste money that's I can't we need to use that money that's a lot of money like don't how dare you how could you like don't even don't be ridiculous so I'm like okay I gotta clearly I gotta clean this up with myself because I'm not about to go someplace I don't want to go with that feeling because with that feeling that's exactly the kind of experience I'm gonna have I'm going into this with some compromising feeling that's exactly the experience that I'm gonna have so Then I also remembered, like, oh, I kind of felt a little compromising energy from the very start of this reservation. (laughs) And so it's actually not a shock to me that it turned out that way at all. Because I had wanted to stay at, like, maybe a slightly nicer place that was in a slightly different location. But this place took dogs, and I couldn't really tell how if it was kind of up to my par <laughs> of what I, what I really wanted for myself in the first place, but I was trusting that it looked pretty nice, looked really nice, but there was just some little things. There were little things like they weren't sure if we were going to have the, if the RV was going to fit in the parking space and like things like this that were just coming up that it was like, this feels a little bit like a compromise from the very start. And that's what it ended up being. <laughs> it ended up feeling like a compromising situation through and through. So lesson number one for me is to pay better attention to when I feel those compromising feelings and choose for myself again. Make a choice that feels like that's actually 100% what I want or just don't make it at all. Like don't do it unless it's 100% what I want to do because anything else won't work for me. I can compromise on a lot of things in my life, but when it comes to something that I'm doing for myself like that, it has to be something I 100% want. 
so that was my first thing. But so now I'm bringing us back to this lesson of wasting money and looking at that. So what do you make it mean about you if you waste money? If some money that you spent, you don't get back or some money that you spent ended up being or feeling like a waste or some money that you spent like the experience that you had wasn't the best. Like, what do you make it mean about you if you waste money? So here's I'm going to share with you my work now Um, and you might see yourself in it. And if so, that might be helpful. So what I make it mean about me is that I'm stupid. It means I'm weak. It means I'm irresponsible. It means I'm careless. It means I'm wasteful. It means I'm unappreciative or not making use of everything I have, like eat every scrap on your plate and, you know, that whole mentality. Um, I make it mean that I'm spoiled because nobody but a spoiled person would demand their money back or or not get their money's worth. Nobody but a spoiled person would let that go, basically, right? And that's when I came to the final one, like, oh, it's because it's an identity thing because I come from poor people. I come from people who are strapped for money. People who don't have money can't afford to let any money go. So it's, an ide- it's my, my identity, <laughs> my old identity of seeing myself as a poor person or somebody who struggles with money. That's an identity that I have embodied for the larger part of my life because for the, for, well, actually for all my life, <laughs> and I'm, it's shifting, it's shifted a lot, but it's still there. So that identity lives in me because rich people might not have to care if they lose a little bit of money, but we do. People like us do. So then those are all the things that I wrote down that I find out that it meant. That's what it means about me if I waste money. So that's good to know. It's just good to know. Just to see it. Just to see what's going on there. Um... So if I was identifying and had no problem with identifying as somebody who does not have a lack of resources, someone who does not struggle with money, or somebody who feels taken care of and safe and supported, someone who always gets worth out of whatever she puts her money into or decides to, even if it doesn't work out, then I would just trust that and I would let it go. But I was not identifying as that. And so I was identifying as the one who needs to get her money's worth because the money coming back to me is not on the table. That's not going to happen anymore. It's been made clear to me that there's going to be a credit in which I can plan a whole RV trip around going there to get my money's worth. (laughs) But it's not a question of whether the money is going to come back to me because it's not. So if it was just that, then I would do what I could to do that, you know, in order to make, you know, not be wasteful and to stand up for myself and whatever. I tried that. We came to the agreement as it was. And so that's what it is. And so I might not like that, but that's not going to come back. So now that I know that's not going to come back, it's just a question of 
Am I going to put myself out and do something that I don't 100% want to do again (laughs) in order to get my money's worth? And if I was identifying as somebody who is supported and resourced, which is exactly the person that I am choosing to embody, that is the identity that I am continually choosing to embody, no matter what reality is reflecting to me at the time, and my dedication to choosing to embody that and doing what I need to do to make myself safe and taken care of at the same time has led me to this stage in my life. So I know I can trust it. I know I can trust it and I know I can trust myself on that. Okay, so my next, I'm just sharing that as, a, an, as kind of an aside, but my next place that I went with that is like, okay, so what if, what if I am stupid? What if I am weak? What if I am irresponsible? What if I am careless? What if I am wasteful? What if I am unappreciative of what I have? What if I am spoiled or rich? Because these are all the labels that I'm avoiding, like the plague, right? And we've been over this (laughs) in this podcast in a thousand ways, and they're still there. So I meet them again. I meet them again with honesty and with love. So when I wrote that down, a seemingly unrelated but completely related image popped up in my head. So I wrote like, what if I am these things? And the image that popped up in my head was kind of like some stick figures in a cartoon. And then the stick figures are fighting over money. They're like fighting over a a bundle of money. And they're in in the thought bubble above their head or the the words that they're screaming out is like, I need, no, but I need this to live. And then the next cartoon frame is the same scene, but pulled back. And there's another being that's watching this that's just calm and looking at the situation and replying, no, it needs you to live. And that was like, boom, for me. Like, that might not compute for a lot of you, but that was like, that really landed with me. And that really reminded me, like, money needs us to live. The system of money needs us to live. We don't need it to live. It needs us. I mean, we do, we do, we do, but also we don't. It needs us. If everyone knew that in a very grounded way the entire system and economy would change the entire system would change so we don't need to wait for that though because you know the secret i know which is that our reality reflects our beliefs about it so i get to embody my knowing that it needs me to live and i get to embody the one who is calm And the one who is not choosing to go into that fight. Now, if I needed to, I would. But I'm choosing something else for me now. And I've done that at every little step that I have taken. And it has gotten me to the place. Because a lot of people are like, yeah, you can afford to do that. Because look at you. 
And yes, I can afford to do that because look at me because I did it before I had any real right to. When I had zero dollars in my checking and it was an overdraft, I started changing my story and I have continued to do that into the place that I am now, which is, I think I'm on year seven of total stability and plenty with my finances. And I had that fire in me to create that, and I created that. So I have built an incredible amount of trust with myself in being able to tell myself how it's going to be for me and embodying that choice Even when my reality is like flipping out and looking a whole different way, I just stay with myself and I keep going and I do what I need to do and my reality eventually shifts. So that was kind of another detour. (laughs) So stay with me on these detours. But my whole point with that is, you know, you have the power. I have the power. We have the power, not the money. And that's what I'm continually wanting to reinforce in all of my work is when we see that the system has the power and the money has the power, we are disempowered and we cannot change. We cannot change that until we take back that power. So, so what if I'm stupid? What if I am weak and stupid and irresponsible and careless and wasteful and unappreciative of what I have and spoiled and rich? Okay, so I wrote down, the truth is I am stupid sometimes. In some people's view, for sure. And even in my own view sometimes, for sure. I've done stupid stuff, yeah. It's part of me. Big deal. I'm weak. Yeah. (laughs) Like a lot. I'm super weak about a lot of things. I'm also strong. I'm both. It's fine. I'm irresponsible. Yeah. To other people's values, I'm totally irresponsible to what other people want for me in my life. I'm irresponsible to a lot of different things. And I've been flat out irresponsible in my past and sometimes can be irresponsible in my now. Yep, it's a part of me. It happens. I'm also responsible. I'm both. It's fine. They have their place. Careless? Have I, am I careless? Yes, I've been totally careless. And sometimes I'm still careless. And guess what? Sometimes it's awesome to be careless. <laughs> like caring so much all the time leads to burnout and you just want to die. So no, like, no, we're not getting rid of careless. Careless gets to be part of the play, just like caring gets to be part of the play. So yes, that's a part of me. Wasteful? Yes. I waste food when it goes bad in the fridge. I don't mean to, but it happens. I waste time. I waste money sometimes. I buy things that end up not really liking them, and I'm too lazy to even send it back if it's like 15 bucks or whatever. Like, I waste money. I waste money on things that I thought I really loved, and I totally needed it, and was going to change my life, and then (laughs) I didn't even, like, wear it or something. Yes. I have wasted money. I have done all of these things. But all of those ideas of waste are judgments about how things should be used and when they should be used and why and for what and who makes those judgments anyway. 
And why did I decide they're in charge of life? Like, that's a really good question. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, waste. But again, that's just a judgment on what people think is a good expenditure of things. Like, some people value wanting to buy things and have it last forever because they needed to or just because they really value that and it makes them feel like they're being a good person. Like, everybody is allowed to have that for themselves, but I don't need to subject myself to that willy-nilly. So yeah, it's a part of me, and I'm also not wasteful of tons of things. I also put my time and my money and my energy to really good use, and I also use my food and use all this stuff. So both things are true. Yes, yes. So the next one was unappreciative. Have I ever been unappreciative of what I have? Yes. Oh, my God. I don't stop to thank my lucky stars every two seconds of the day that my cells are literally working around the clock for me. I don't remember to appreciate the hundred thousand things that have to exist and work for me to be in this existence at all that I'm in right now. That would not be possible without. So, yes, there is a very intelligent part of me which does not need to allocate constant resources to appreciating every single thing. And that's a wise part. But also, to do notice and appreciate it when it is vital for me to notice it. Life's very intelligence designed it that way. We couldn't possibly expend all that energy on being grateful every second of the day. It's not supposed to be that way. We're supposed to be allowed to take things for granted. We're supposed to be able to count on our next breath without thinking about it. Okay, and it can be the same way with other resources. It gets to be the same way with other resources. And then that energy that used to be expended on having to notice that can flow somewhere else. And when you need to be grateful for it and you need to appreciate it and you need to feel your place in the part and the flow of all things with that gratitude, then you will trust life, trust its rhythms with that, right? That's good to notice. And then spoiled. Here we are again, my old friend. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I have this thing with spoiled. If you've been around, you know it. <laughs> because my mom disdained any child who would be spoiled. Disdained. And our entire culture does. But spoiled, okay? Yes. Yes, I am. Because spoiled means taken care of. Spoiled means getting what you want. And I am taken care of. And I do get what I want. Not every time, but I do get what I want. And no single person, place, or thing is responsible for giving me that to me. And I know that. But I create what I want. And I get a lot of what I want. But here I am. Alive. Housed. Clothed. Loved. Fed watered, living a life that I 
a door, making more money than I ever thought possible for me with more ease than I ever thought possible. Yes, I am spoiled in riches in this life. And for me to not notice that and to not notice every little bit along the way, including every single breath and every single ground under my feet is the epitome of being taken care of and being spoiled. So yes, I am spoiled in riches. And for me not to notice that, that is the problem. Not some image I have in my head of Veruca Salt, <laughs> okay? But there is a Veruca Salt in my head. Make no mistake about it. There is a Veruca Salt in me. There is the one who wants what she wants and she wants it now. Of course there is. And there's also the one who like cowers in shame and doesn't think she's allowed to want anything. And both of those beautiful parts live in me. And they help each other. <laughs> they balance each other out. They help each other get what I need and I'm grateful for them and I'm tired of apologizing for them so I'm not going to book a trip I don't want to take in order to feel like I wasn't stupid and weak and irresponsible and careless and wasteful and spoiled and to get that money back quote unquote I wouldn't be getting anything back except for just perpetuating my identity as somebody who needs to compromise what she really wants. I think that's what this particular situation brings up the most for me. It's like, I can't get what I really want. I just need to compromise like, okay. Yeah, that's what I think that's kind of <laughs> what this whole thing was more about for me. And this same situation could be about something totally different for any one of you. But I think my bigger issue this time around was kind of that, like, okay, I should just kind of take what I can get, <laughs> right? Like, oh, okay, I can't get my money back. Oh, okay, you're not sure if I can get a parking spot in with our RV there. Oh, okay, okay, well, okay, then I'll just take what I can get. Like, because I don't want to be seen as Ruka Salt. It's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't need to be Veruca Salt. And I also don't need to be the one that's cowering in the corner anymore. I don't need to be these extreme opposites. I can just, but I can be neutral about both of them. And in my neutrality, suddenly this huge space opens up. And suddenly I'm in the center of myself in this space and aware that I have a choice. I get to choose. If it is important to me to go and do that, I will do that. And if it is more important to me to actually use my energy for what I really want to do instead, which is not plan a whole trip around going someplace to get my money's worth, then that's what I'm going to do. And that is what I'm going to do. <laughs> so for whatever this was worth to you, I wanted to share that. And if you like that, you should hop into Fulfillment First or Moth and Moon or any of my other offers, which you can find as always at sunnychapman.com forward slash work dash with dash 
me. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. And if you'd like to find out more about me and my work, you can find me at sunnychapman.com.